Hello and good morning. It is Thursday, November 1st. Welcome to a new uh, edition of There's Coffee Here with Ava. Um, I am your illustrious, awesome, very awesome host. Uh, and uh, yeah, so, excuse me, did a blog post last night. Um, I'm going to punish shit later, you know, after I review it, but I was really led to speak to something today, so I'm going to go with it. So let's talk. So today is all about being raw about my truth and a lot of things that kind of significant, I guess, about this day, like, you know, shit, um, everything I feel like I'm about to say is going to legitimately sound like a cliche uh, to me. And it might sound that way to some other people, but you know, fuck it, shit, this is real for me right now. So I'm going to get, whatever, Um, I'm talking, I'm speaking, I'm I'm saying shit. So, uh, So let's get started. So why is this day major? First of all, it's my first day of PTO and I've needed a break like a motherfucker because life has happened. October has been the month of months, motherfucker. And it ended yesterday and it's all starting today with a day that is, I am trying not to cry right now. Hold it, breathe and go. We have to get through this. So today is very significant because today my best, best friend in the whole world world is going to spread her wings and fly away to Texas today with her wonderful boo, bae, whatever to go and live her awesome best life. It is amazing. It is a blessing She's so fucking happy, y'all. She's it's 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 so fucking ridiculous. She's the happiest of happy. She's is like happier. We've known each other since we were twelve and thirteen, and I don't think I've ever seen her this ecstatic about moving someplace and being scared and being shocked. Um, and. Everybody wants to know how I'm doing. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm okay. Surprisingly, I'm okay. You know, like I took these days off, you know, because I thought I was going to have to be somewhere sedated and uh, sitting in the corner of my closet, falling apart and, you know, needing all the whatever support that around me. But you know what? I'm so fucking cool and I'm so fucking golden that, Shit, I know that ain't nothing but God. So uh, this is a testament to me. Shit, that's what this post is about. Um, No, it's really a testament to love and learning about myself and being honest about why I'm doing this at this point in my life. Um, I turned 40 this year. I celebrated 10 years of marriage. It has been a long 10 years. Um, there have been some great wonderfuls and valleys, whatever. But this has been like, this last month, though, the life that has been happening to me, that shit is real. However, 
I'm handling that shit like a motherfucking boss. Uh, the li- Listen, God is real. And that's the real truth. And that is my truth. And I'm really being honest about my truth. Doing this podcast has been something I've been wanting to do forever, ever, ever, or something like this, a platform, something to get myself, my feelings, express myself and things out there. And (laughs) it has been a dream that I did not think that I could ever do or accomplish. Look, I've tried before. For those that don't know me or don't know much about me or whatever. So I've loved art and theater. I think I used to tell my mom I used to want to be on TV. I love TV. Um, when I was three years old, I used to sneak and watch Minnie Hill at like 1.30 in the morning, which now that I have a child sounds insane. Like at, I, I would check the shit out. Blake, like, why the fuck are you up? How did you watch Benny Hill? What is happening right now? But that would be me. And I wanted to be on TV and I wanted to be a comedian. And um, yeah, no. <laughs> and clearly that has happened because right now I am sitting on my couch taking my day off from my crazy ass HR job because I can't people right now. <laughs> and I'm in HR. And to do HR, I need to people. <laughs> but people like shit. <laughs> Oh my God, people, my gosh, the humanity right now of what's going on in the world and actually having to deal with people. Lord, listen, if you ever hear, my brother knows this, if you ever hear me talking about how I'm mad that I can't pass physics because it's nothing but a whole fucking class of word problems, do know that I've had my fill of people. My brother knows this because growing up, Look, I think the loss of innocence is the worst thing to happen to a child. I think that's the first time you really recognize the pain can actually come from people who you love and who you're around on a constant basis that really don't even know what it is that they're doing. So they're putting shit on you that you don't know that you're getting or you have. Um, It's hard. You lose faith in people real soon and you really learn that the world is a it's a cold the world is cold blooded and people can do horrible things and say horrible things despite what they say and or show with those feelings love is a thing that gets abused and thrown around or whatever And it's hard sometimes to really recognize when you see love, what is actually real in regards to love and what is not. I think people fight over a lot of dumb shit. Shit that doesn't need to be talked about, but here, whatever. But back to this whole testament of love and what's happening with uh, my best friend leaving today. Um, Yeah, I am literally watching like her like dreams come true like in front of my face like it's literally happening like I could touch it 
It's kind of like the whole Jesus thing. If I could just get close to the hem of whatever that greatness is or stand in the overflow. Like, that's legit happening to my best friend right now. And I'm so fucking happy for her. And I have cried like a fucking baby <laughs> about the fact that she's leaving. But I'm okay. Because I'm supposed to be okay. You know, it's cool. I've been here before. Um, I love Kim I dearly. She is like the best fucking person on the planet. And I think the greatest thing about her is that I've had that, known that for a very long time about her. Um, she's one of the best people I know. She is, um, she always sees the greatness in people. She's always like, you know, speaks life into people and wants people to be nice or whatever it is. Um, she has always been a person who has seen me as smart and beautiful or whatever, but her actions also. For me, I trusted her actions because she was like the nicest person. I trusted Kimala. I trusted her word. Um, and because of her and seeing her truth and her honesty and living out loud has also helped me to grow and get real and do the work to be honest and grow, you know, to live my best life and to go after my dreams. Um, even though I've tried to do them before, I have taken improv classes. I have done screenwriting. I got accepted to Columbia University, but everybody was like, Ava, please don't go get another degree. Good Lord. Which is cool because I don't need to do school no more anyway because I don't like it. Um, I'm just good at it. Um, <laughs> this is what I want to be. Um, I've done improv classes. Um, I've been in improv troops. I've tried, you know, Stand up a couple of times and shit ain't never. I mean, clearly, it ain't. I'm like I said, I'm on the couch right now. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and take the risk this time and do it again because this time I feel I feel like there's a message because there's healing behind it because there's a truth that I have to get it out there. Um, a lot of it is in regards to talking about my son, who I'm extremely crazy about. and I'm an accidental autism advocate, um, or what I call now autism inclusionist, um, because it's all about how we're going to get my child integrated. And not just him, but, you know, people like him and then everybody who's around him you know, regular motherfuckers who people ain't shit, you know, and do dumb shit like pick on people or abuse people because they're different or what they see in other people fucking ridiculous. God, people are so stop. See, back. OK, so because I know that <laughs> and this is why. And so. um, All these things, even talking, speaking up for my son, talking about my marriage, talking about my life, I know are going to be things that people are going to receive negatively, even people that I love, because I'm going to speak my truth, my truth and my actions. Those are mine. So if I'm talking about my experiences, I'm going to have to be open about my childhood. I'm going to have to be open about my insecurities. I'm going to have to be open to things that people can use against me because I that's how I was brought up. Words are used as weapons. We know how this shit works. I can get <laughs> this mouth though. Um 
Cause, but that's, that was my, that's my life. That was me and my mama and my sister. Like that, that was, look, me and Diane words. Yes. But that's the thing. Let's also talk about my journey of how I can get here and how I've gotten better. There's a story. I feel like I have something to teach. I feel like I have something to give. And I want as many platforms out there that I can do it. I would also like to get paid for those things because, you know, money is a tool and, you know, cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all money. Um, because I understand that money is a vehicle and a tool. Money gets shit done. Please. Money relieves stress. We will talk about that. Uh, plenty more reparations. Y'all get ready for a number of podcasts on that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But I knew in talking and speaking and putting myself out there that it would expose myself to a lot of negativity, um, uh, a lot of pain, a lot of um, pain that comes back towards me just for being who I am, just for speaking as I am. Uh, And that happened a lot. Uh, growing up. And that's definitely a self-esteem and a confidence issue that can be passed down (laughs) from generation to generation. And I'm speaking from honesty. I love, let me tell you something about Diane. My mama is an amazing woman. I love her dearly. She has not always been the best person to like. Wait, pause. Here's the thing. No, a lot of people like, people love my mama. Hey, I, I love your mama. And I'd be like, of course you do. <laughs> She's amazing. She's really great. She's crazy. <laughs> but I love, I love her. Uh, she has not always been a very easy person to like, though. Um, we have a very interesting relationship where I feel like we were forced to have to deal and work through each other because we went through something very traumatic together as a family. And when you see something that's damaging, you want to work to make sure to fix it. Um, so my mother and I have had some very hard conversations and situations and I've had to leave and move away to get away from her and then maybe come back. And, you know, so there's been a lot of back and forth, back and forth to get to this space where we are now where, um, you know, uh, I love her, but my truth is my truth. And I need to speak on that despite whether or not it hurts her or not. Uh, cause she just gonna have to deal with that. Cause that's her issue because I'm dealing with mine and my issues. Uh, I remember I put up a post about, you know, sometimes, uh, on Facebook, something about, you know, having to heal, um, have, you know, forgiving your parents. That's what it was. Something about needing to forgive your parents. Um, for some of the shit or whatever that they did because they had traumatic childhoods too. Um, And I was like, oh, that's the realest shit ever. Um, But then I also like put with it like something I learned in therapy. Like you ain't got to like the shit that they did (laughs) at all. In fact, you're allowed to be mad about that because you're we're the child. You know, that's some real shit right there. But you can forgive some shit if you know better or whatever. And it's easier to forgive if that person is actually 
who's involved in your life is actually trying to do better or has done what is necessary for us to remove and get space or whatever it is, you know, whatever it is that needs to be done to get to a better place that one that you have done it. The most important party has done whatever it is that they need to do to preserve their peace at all costs. Um, so, um, my best friend is annoyingly happy right now and she's leaving and I'm just like, great. I'm actually cool with it. Um, because honestly, it's what I paid for too. You know, I've seen her go through some real shit. Her last few, (laughs) okay. I'm not even, that's her story and her truth. But listen, to get to where she is right now, with this amazing guy that she's with, like they're both so deserving of like the happiness that they have with each other. It's so beautiful. You can't help but to get happy about that uh, because I love her so dearly. Um, Our relationship has been very important because, uh, because I trusted her so much. It's been so important to me. I've, I've utilized her, niceness and everything in a relationship or whatever. You know, you give things, you learn things back and forth in a relationship because you learn to relate to each other. And a lot of stuff that I realized that I did with my mom, the back and forth relationship with my mom, it's because I learned how to talk things out with my best friend because we loved each other so much that we knew we always wanted to do to make this friendship work or whatever it is. Uh, but a lot of it sometimes has even been to things that I need to do or she's needed to do to distance herself or whatever the situation is. I feel like it's so great that right now, this next phase that we're in, it's not even a need to just get away. It's just like, like she's leaving in peace to go on and do great things. And I'm so happy for her. Um, But I'm also happy for myself during this phase because Things are actually happening by me actually putting myself out there and talking about things that I love and that are important. She inspires me um, to live my truth like that. She inspires a lot of people and she also inspires other people to shine and be great. That's something that I really want to share with people because, excuse me, my mouth is dry. I'm trying to drink water at the same time and talk and keep on track with what I'm saying. I love talking. I love sharing. I love helping. Um, and it's, it's okay for me to want to share how smart I am or how talented I feel I am, or, you know, my beauty that I see is shared with the world. Like, I want that to be great because that's what it is that we need right now. Because I know this world has teeth and I know how bad it could be. I also know how great love and positivity can actually work to go ahead and change that. It just takes work to tell your truth when you have been living and dealing with dysfunction for a very long time. Um, I've had self-esteem issues for a very long time. You know, those things can get passed down and confidence issues can get passed down from your parents. I remember I was going through and I was reading this book about self-esteem and, you know, I'm talking to my mom about reading through it and some of the things that reminded us about our relationship. And she was like, yeah, because, you know, you know, I've always had self-esteem issues. And I just stopped and I was like, 
No, Diane, why the fuck would I know that your ass had self-esteem issues? Because we ain't never talk about none of that shit growing up. Would have been nice to know. Would have been nice to know that some of your crazy is why I got some of this crazy. But you know what? It's all good because God told me I got to forgive your ass. So amen to Jesus. Right. I don't like a lot of shit that my mama did to me growing up. It was fucked up. Fucked up to the point that it's been blown up some family relationships, some very close family relationships. And we've had to work back to that. But that's the whole thing. Love is those whole things that have connected us together. I am the first I can tell you about Diane or whatever it is. And I can talk shit. The first person that comes for my mama, I will gut you like a fucking fish. Eviscerate. Like, don't ever come for her. I don't give a fuck how much you're talking about or whatever. Come for my mom and watch what happens. Because listen, I understand, you know, the older I get, the more I understand, you know, some of this crazy, like the world is hard. And sometimes you learn love in a dysfunctional way. Your intentions are great. You feel like your feelings are great, but you don't really necessarily understand that your actions really match. And, you know, I've had had plenty of conversations where I told my mom, like, you can't talk to me like that because in all honesty, I learned that shit from talking with Kimba. When I would say something, she'd be like, you can't talk to me like that. And I'd be like, oh, I can't say a hurtful thing. That's a hurtful thing. I'm not supposed to say that. Oh, it makes you feel that way. That's how it makes me feel. Oh, that's not supposed to happen. Cool. Hey. Ma, you not supposed to say that shit to me. Wait, I didn't say that right, Kimma. No, wait, hold on. Don't yell. Don't yell at her. Don't call a motherfucker. Don't call her a bitch. Um, all right, let me try it again. Hey, Diane. Wait, hold, don't call her. Don't call her. Diane, call her Ma. Whatever. I don't have to listen to everything. Hey, Ma. You, you fucking up right now. Hold on. And it was at this o'clock that I realized that I had not turned down the ringtone on my phone. Uh, (laughs) But anywho, you get what I'm saying. Like, you know, I had to learn and go through these conversations because, you know, we grew up talking a certain way to each other. But, you know, my mom, her actions, what she did or whatever, showed love or whatever. She took care of me. I mean, you know. You know, she gave me money when I needed it. You know, we cried or whatever. She said, I love you. Love you back. We affectionate. We kiss. We've also, you know, cursed each other out and threatened to fight. And she didn't hit me up against the wall and all that other stuff or whatever. You know, there has been levels of craziness with this love. Love can be used in totally in different ways. Um, The more I learn about my mom and her background, I realize I mean, crazy fucked up issues (laughs) that she has. I remember right after she found out or we talked about me being bipolar or whatever. I remember she was like, oh, child, you know, I read up on that. And it makes sense that, you know, what it is. Like I read up on bipolar. She was like, yep, that's Ava. It sure is. And, you know, then I thought like, oh, I probably should go ahead and get myself tested for some bipolar or something. But, you know, it's just too late. And I just stopped. And I was just like, no, it's not. but I love her but she got issues and issues attract other dysfunctional issues and then if you don't address your issues you know you put them on your kids um and I realized that the most uh when I become a parent um uh um I was really scared to talk about things like that because I knew it would hurt people that I love. My mom is sensitive 
you know, and trying to talk to her before has not gone exactly well. So, you know, things have stayed to myself a while. Uh, I keep things for myself or, you know, just whatever for fear, whatever it is. Lots of fear, you know, not putting everything on my mind. But, you know, I mentioned I had that was the majority of my um, therapy issues. You know, God love her. Um, but, yeah, self-esteem issues can be put on your kids. And, you know, Kima has been honest and genuine in her stories to talk about that, which tells me and it's helped other people, which has caused me to want to tell my story and help other people. Uh, And I've been inspired by other people a lot of ways. But I mean, it's something that's really scary. First of all, it's scary to even go and address your own issues. Therapy was a scary fucking thing. It's been hard. Um, I've just gotten to a point where I didn't have to go every week. Like my therapist was like, all right, so, you know, I think we kind of got this. You got tools, you doing things. And I was like, yeah, I'm working, whatever. She was like, okay, let's go ahead and try like once a month. And I was like, wait, hold on, calm down. (laughs) I I feel like you're trying to break up this relationship. We're not ready to see each other yet. You know, we still need, you know, let's try every other week now. (laughs) You're doing a lot. And she was like, that was ambitious. No. We can't do that. Um, But yeah, it's scary to go forward and do those things or whatever. Um, It's scary to not focus on your failures or your wouldas or your couldas or your shouldn'ts. Uh, Those are things you need to learn. Uh, I can teach y'all about those later. That's way more much time or whatever. But, you know, hell, a lot of y'all need some therapy or whatever it is. But I hope to be a voice to at least guide you to at least address your own issues and your anger because motherfuckers is angry right now and that anger is going on we need to speak to more positivity and that's another reason why I'm talking to this you know positivity comes in a different way um you know uh Kima is all sunshine bubbles and you know popcorn whatever um I shine in a different way (laughs) y'all she's so happy it's annoying and I'm just like Oh, it's so much. And she don't care that it's so much. And she know I don't care that it's so much or whatever. She's so happy. It's great. I can't. Um, but that's the thing about love that I've learned from her is that it, you give each other the space to be who you are, your best selves, and your own best light. Um, uh, I started talking about Kim first because I was thinking about how, you know, I've really become an accidental ab- um you know, autism advocate, inclusionist. A lot of this is talking about my son, who I love. Gosh, I never, I was like, at one point, I was like, I never thought I would ever be capable of this much love. But what's crazy is Kim, I was like, oh, I mean, I did. I always thought you would be a great mom. And I was like, word? She was like, yeah, you know, you're a loving person, whatever. But you know, that's the whole thing, that type of belief in love with a person because you know what love is and you can see and you can change and you can see the best in a person. I think Kim and I have always seen the best in each other no matter what. Um, and because she's taught me, that was like my anchor to learn about love, um, that I'm able, I feel like that's even why I'm able to love my son so much uh, in spite of the challenges in being an autistic mom, but because I love him and I understand the importance of loving people and how love changes and how love can make things that are very hard, more positive and palatable, like 
it wasn't for Kemba and that base of love, I wouldn't be able to forgive and be easy to, you know, I go forward and forgive my mom or, you know, even open myself up to love to even get married and, you know, be married for what I feel is 10, 12. Like, shit, I've been with my husband for 12 years. Like, never ever before that you you could have bet Ava Dederick bet money would have been like nah bitch (laughs) we can't make it that long (laughs) with the same person oh my gosh they talk don't they (laughs) I don't know people ask me all the time like how are you in HR I be like I don't know No, but it's hard to deal with people. But, you know, people are great, Um, uh, you know, in spite of themselves, in spite of the ugly, in spite of, you know, things that are said. I love people. I love black people. I love white people. I love people. I think people are all entertaining. You learn so much from each other, whatever it is. Uh, I love, you know, when joyful and happy moments, that energy, I love to be able to give that and share that with people or whatever. And I never thought that I would be this person and it'd be genuine and it'd be happy. And so I think that's why things are actually happening because I'm really trying to do this from a space of love. And I say love, I say God and I say faith um, because I didn't have a lot of that because of how I was raised. So for me to feel like I have this much love to be able to give and to be able to share and to be able to speak um, that confidence in myself to go forward and do this, I'm actually like, it's crazy to actually turn around and be on the side of truly believing in yourself and truly getting to the point where you're so comfortable with yourself and your truth that you give no fucks for real, for real about other people's opinions or whatever and You don't have to do it from a place of anger Uh, because that's what a lot of my reactions are. And that's what I see a lot of reactions are. That's a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain that is behind that. And I want to speak to that because if it can help anybody, like it's helped me, you know, the whole working through and going to therapy or whatever it is and having someone to help you through talking out the hard parts of love and in those relationships and having people that you can trust. I trust Kemma like with everything. I used to call Kemma. I feel like I used to say that she was my God translator because she always used to say about how she could hear God and what God guided her and told her. And I was like, I can't hear God for shit. I can't, you know, this is, and this was way before I knew I was bipolar. Like I always knew that there was something wrong, but I couldn't understand. And because of that, like I had like lack of faith and all that other stuff. I think I talked to y'all about that before and, you know, the lackness of the church. So I just didn't. I trusted Kimma and Kimma always used to do the good shit or whatever. And I remember I used to ask her like, Hey, I'm mad about, because I like, I knew that there was something wrong to the point where I would have to be like, and this was like back in my twenties and shit or whatever. And I'd be like, yo, I'm mad about this. Like something happened. I'd be like, and I think I'm mad. Am I supposed to be mad? (laughs) And literally we would go back and forth and talk out my feelings. Um, and we do that with each other, but I've done that a lot, um, with her. And I just realized that I've done that like for the past 12 years with her. Um, we have grown and, you know, with each other and I have seen, and I have touched, you know, where she has come from and her darkest moments and where she has soared to. And I know love is when you believe that for yourself, 
And then you also truly believe it for others. And you want that and you speak that to others. Um, and that's what we do for each other. And that's what it's important to do for others. And that's what we kind of need in this world right now. Um, so like I said, this is a testament to love and to self-love and to finding whatever it is that you need to go ahead and live your truth. Um, rejection is scary for me. It is an issue, a thing to go over. But like my husband always tells me, I don't, shouldn't give a fuck what other people say. I shouldn't give a fuck what other people feel. My greatness, my truth, my being honest is what people want. That realness, that story, that connection. Um, talking things out, communication is everything. Um, I want to help these parents, you know, talk out these issues. We need each other. You know, when we're talking about these supporting each other through autism and through these hard things and through these people that have teeth in the world, you know, people who can speak up and, you know, I'm used to a lot of yelling and things like that. Like I have what it takes to be able to take bad words and rejection. I just need to be confident in my own self and in my words to be able to uh, take that and not care to let that shit bounce off of me because I realize now that me getting my word out isn't so much about me, but it's so much about God and what he wants me to say. I remember when it finally hit me that doing this podcast, like I had to do it and I put myself in a situation where I had to do it. It made me so uncomfortable, even though this is something that I wanted, even though I felt that this would be something that would be so worthy to share. I was so scared to do it. And I remember God put it on me and was like, motherfucker, this is not about you. It is about me. It is about using you to say shit that I need to be said to be said in a certain type of way for motherfuckers to receive it. When I tell y'all God talks to me like Samuel L. Jackson, I'm not playing. <laughs> and he's like, if you don't get this shit together, this is so not about you. Out of your own feelings. Go. You have this. You got this. You've been built for this. This is what you do. And I do do it. In every way, like when I'm a general manager and talking to employees or, you know, going on stand up and, you know, doing trainings or whatever. This is what you do. Go forth and be great. Help somebody. Help yourself. And I was like, I mean, I. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so this is what this podcast is about, I guess. That's why I'm it's putting it all out there. I'm going to talk about some of everything, reparations. I'm going to talk about, you know, uh, my feelings in regards to all things. I'm going to talk about getting over stress and fear and what we need to do to connect more and how we need more positivity because we need truth and we need honesty and we need people to protect other people from this world that has teeth, has bite, you know, I'm a form yeah I'm an asshole that can use my powers for good <laughs> and I could talk shit with the best of them or whatever so my best friend is moving and going forward on her journey today and I am also moving forward and going forward with mine um it's scary and it's shocking but I think we're both so happy for each other to be at this place which is why I mean, tears were come or whatever the situation is. You know, I cried. But listen, 
there's no anything attached to this whole going away, no desperate or anything except true love and greatness because we're love has helped us be so connected and our love has helped love blossom and grow in so many other areas. It's a great thing. I'm so happy for her and yeah, so no tears. The fuck about that. If that ain't nothing but the Lord. So going forward, I hope whatever it is, everything that I say, everything that I do going forward in regards to this holds true to what I pray every time I do one of these podcasts. Dear God, thank you for this gift. May it be your words and your message used in my style and my flair. Period. At this stage of the game, I don't know where my story ends, but I know it won't be <laughs> the bullshit that the some of those things these past shit year, these things or whatever that the devil is trying to throw at me. And I've been like Job and this bitch like, yeah, no. That used to work before, but no. We got tools, we got bounce back, no. I know you lie to me in my head, no. No and no. That I can go forward and go for real, for real, get my best light. It comes by being brave enough to expose my darkness. And maybe me shining a light on mine you will see that in you and you'll say, oh, that's what that is. And I can be like, yeah, but also let me show you how you can actually get to the other side of that darkness. You can see it and understand it's over there. But now we have shifted and we are actually going towards lighter, brighter places. So like I said, I don't know where my story ends. I mean, where it goes, I'm sorry. But I do know how I want it to end is me meeting God and him saying, good job, motherfucker. Good job. I love you. I love you even when I don't like you. And I love you with the love of Jesus. Love your neighbor as thyself. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And please share. All right.